The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Yeah, what's up, Doc? It's time for Boise Sports Now, which Cronin and Zook right here on 89. Please give me that microphone. I'm doing the announcing. It's time for Cronin and Zook on 89.7 FM, WTBR. <laughs> Not quite the intro, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it. What do you do when you get two guys that don't have a pane of glass in front of us anymore? That's huh? right. How about that? Cronin and the Zuck coming at you right now. WTBR 89.7 Sports Talk. Let's go! 413-445-5943. All right. Nice to have you back, Mr. Cronin, on the Sports Talk Party on a Tuesday. Let's go now. Let's go! Yes, it is. Come on, babe, I'll keep you satisfied. Satisfied. All you gotta do is move. Let's move and groove, baby. Let's go. It's a sports talk party, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Robbie Zucker, my man, how you doing this morning? I'm great. How you doing? Well, I can't say I'm great, but I'm okay. You know, I'm doing fine. My hockey team stinks, but that's okay. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome again to another edition of Berkshire Sports Now with Mr. Cronin, Mr. Zucker here at 10.02 on a Tuesday morning. Sean, how are you? How was your Thanksgiving, brother? My Thanksgiving was absolutely fantastic. Did you travel? I... Did you stay up here? Or... No, I've been here. Oh, we, you... okay. We, we, we kind of uh, kept talking about going south but right, it hasn't right. happened yet but I, I cheated a little bit i bought a rotisserie chicken that's okay a big rotisserie chicken that's all right and i basted it with you know butter and garlic powder and, yeah. and all that stuff and, and, and but i made the mashed potatoes and the, and the stuffing and yeah me too it was it was really great. I know it's it, uh, it's fun. You know, I, I cooked actually. Week. I mean, I mean, I actually made a meal, but I had a, a you know Thanksgiving lunch with my mom, and then then cooked up a whole dinner for Susan, dropped it off to her because she works like crazy. So, so uh, yeah, I did a little cooking myself too. I did ch- I did chicken all this week, man. Chicken hawk. So uh, I like prefer a, that over turkey. So it's like my friend Meredith says, chicken is the better bird. Yeah, definitely. No, chicken doesn't dry out like turkey. Yeah, and it doesn't turkey put gets, you to sleep. Yeah, right, exactly. You know? It was really fun, and I, and I got the pumpkin pie and the whipped yeah. cream and the right. vanilla ice cream. You know, I, I did the whole thing up pretty well. Right, I become a veritable Rip Van Winkle after I eat turkey, for crying out loud. You know, I wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night. I don't know what day it is, you know. Oh, my goodness. It's like I'm like John Mitchell and, you know, and, and all the president's men. I don't know what time it is in the middle of the night, the attorney general. You know, it's like... Uh, but, uh, yeah, 1004 right here on uh, Cronin Suck, right here on uh, Berkshire Sports Now. Give us a call, 413-445-5943. I guess it's time to start with the National Football League since it's such a popular sport. And, and uh, by the way, the Houston Astros get richer. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, all right, so local Jose team. Abreu, huh? Yeah, Three years. Right. Let's, let's, yeah, right. We, like, we don't need any more players, right? Houston doesn't need any more talent, right? No, we're fine. Let's Un- go. Unfrickin' believable. Uh, the richer get richer, man, and they get better and better. And uh, let's face it, uh, Guriel had a bad year, Gurriel 
Orioles, 38 years old. So they bring in a guy who's what? Had more RBIs in the last five years, I think, than any player in baseball. And can Jose I, Abre- can Abre- I, can yeah. I start with my Patriots? Absolutely, because I wanted, because, you know, I didn't watch much of the game because I was so ticked at the Giant game. And I was I was footballed out and so forth. And the Detroit game was good. I didn't, I didn't watch much of that either. But, uh, uh, watch the. I uh, actually listened on radio, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Start you with know, the Pats. You know, Mac Jones looked fantastic. Three hundred and eighty-two yeah. yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He got sacked three times, but that's that's the product of the Patriots' offensive line. The offensive line stinks. Yeah, it's not because it's it's awful. And uh, Hunter Henry got robbed on on that touchdown. That should have been a touchdown. He crossed the plane. And they called it a touchdown, and then they did the review, and they brought it back, and that screwed the Patriots. Aren't you getting tired of the reviews already? Or isn't there too many flags and too many too many reviews in, in professional football, or just in sports in general, but especially in football? You know, you know what? I'm really getting sick of Belichick's uh, nonsense. You know, Marcus Jones last week returned the kick for a touchdown, right? Right, and beat the Jets, and then this week he ran into the kicker, which was. I still don't think that was his fault. I think he was trying to block the punt, and he ran into the kicker's leg. And Belichick gave him a tongue lashing on the sideline after that. And You know, it was really, really bad. It's like, you know, you're only as good as your next play. The same thing that happened in the Cincinnati game where they had a chance to stop. They stopped Cincinnati, held them to a field goal, and then the Titans made a dumb play, you know, on the special teams and cost themselves a chance to even get the ball back and maybe go down the field and tie the game. So, yeah, you see a lot of dumb plays on special teams. Special teams is, is – it's it's – you're only as good as your next play. Yeah. Well, Belichick always, I mean, the, the Patriots always have good special teams every year. I mean, they pride themselves on that. As opposed to the Giants, whose special teams are awful. Look yeah. at Matthew Slater. He's unbelievable for the Patriots. I mean, he's been the captain for, what, 12 seasons now? Yeah. Something like that? Right, right. It's, it was a very frustrating loss. And, yeah, you know, well, and they always talk about primetime Kirk Cousins. You know, once the lights turn out, <laughs> he doesn't play well, you know, and he was about as efficient as I've ever seen him. I'm not, I'm not sold on the Vikings, though. Yeah, I'm really not sold on them. What are they nine and two? Yeah, I'm, I'm just not completely sold on them, though. So, I mean, you know, the Chiefs, I'm sold on. There's Chiefs in the NFL. I think the 49ers have a really good chance in the NFC. Um, now that now that McCaffrey has learned that playbook. That team is dangerous. They are. I mean, they have a great defense. I mean, they held the Saints to no points. Boy, the Saints' offense is just anemic, really. I mean, remember the Saints used to put up all these points, remember, years ago, and now they just can't put up any points. I mean, their offense. This might be the second time they've gotten shut out this season. They're really, they're really not good offensively. Can defensively, we, can we, can they're we, good. Can we just say Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton's garbage. I know. He's with the new team every year. He's hot garbage, man. I know. Well, he's I mean, a backup quarterback. I mean, he was a starter one time. He's like a journeyman now. You know, he's like, he's like, uh, what's it, Tre- Trevor Simony. And these guys just float around the league and float around the league. Although Simony was, Simony was a starter in Denver, but he was never really a starter. But by the way, we'll talk about these games and we'll talk about the, the ineptitude of the Broncos. But uh, I wanted to talk about the Giants a little bit, about the Jets, obviously. The Jets coming up against the Bears. And Mike White now has been celebrated like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But Mike White. A great game. I watched 22 of 28, I think, for uh, 315 yards and three touchdowns. The Jets are good. I mean, look, look, it's the Bears. I understand that. But the Jets' defense is really good. I, you, you, know. But you know, the Bears have actually played pretty good football. 
I yeah, mean, but they're, they're three and eight or three and nine, whatever three, the record three is. Three and nine now, yeah. You know, but the but Justin Fields is, is showing me something. Yeah, but he didn't even play us. He didn't even play the other day. I mean, he's, right. he's, he's already was, gone. His shoulder's gone. So they, you know, they at first they played Simony. You know, he he played. You know, he wasn't a great. Um, uh, what you call it, uh, uh, Simeon. So uh, he wasn't uh, particularly effective. They're just, they, you know, the Bears are in a rebuild mode. Let's be honest. You know, it's a young coaching staff. And I'm not sold on Fields yet. I'm really not. He's more of a runner. He's going to have to show me that he can pass in the National Football League. So. Well, they said the, the, the last three games he ran for like 431 yards. Right? Like, you don't want your quarterback to right, run exactly. like that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you want your quarterback to throw the football. I mean, after a while, with all the running, it just gets ridiculous, you know? I mean, Justin Fields is built like you. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not a big That's guy. That's embarrassing. He's not a big guy, right? Like, yeah. you, you look at Josh Allen, like, with, with, you know, with the Bills, like Josh I don't Allen. Anybody to be built like me? Let me tell you something. Like Josh Allen's running over linebackers. He's just going head first at linebackers. Like Justin Fields isn't that style of a player, and he's running the ball. Like, the, yeah, they're doing design runs. Right, but Josh Allen gets carried away a little bit and thinks he's a running back. After a while, he's going to get hurt. You know, that throw he made to Diggs. Oh, yeah, Thanksgiving did that was unbelievable. I know. I, you know what? Unbelievable. Cam, Campbell went for the field. He played for the field goal. He should have played for the touchdown. He got too conservative at the end, and he, and he, he cost themselves. You know, they really did. But the Lions have played really well. I mean, give give the organization credit. They play hard. That team. You know, I'd run through a wall for Dan Campbell, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. The I love that guy. The guy's great. You know, I love the guy. I'm, I'm not saying he's a great coach, but I mean, you know, he's a leader of men. At least they got a guy. At least is a leader there. You know, and uh, he's not going anywhere. And they're improving every year. Um, and obviously, I don't love golf, but I do like the improvement and the competitive nature of the team. They've been very, very good uh, in the last four or five weeks. So, you, but John, yeah, go ahead. You know what my old man said the other day, yep. right? Like, think about like you're Dan Campbell, and you're stuck with Jared Goff. <laughs> you know, you're stuck with like he's like in the bottom tier of quarterbacks. Not, you know, he's, I don't know. He's not in the bottom tier. I'd say like he's more in the mid-tier. I mean, is he better than Daniel Jones? Yes, I think he's better than Daniel Jones. He's better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. He really is. I mean, he's just not He's not great, but he's 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 been good. I mean, he's had some good games, and he's had some games where he's efficient. The Giant game, he wasn't particularly you know staggering. I mean, he was 165 yards passing. The problem with the Giants, they can't stop the run, which leads me... Let, let, let me talk about the Jets and, the, and, and, uh, and Mike White for a second. You know, Zach Wilson was standing on the sideline and uh, White was really good against the Bears and stuff. But the thing is that, you know, the question for me now is Mike White, go, is he continue to be the quarterback now as long as he's winning? And uh, they got a lot of tough games. I mean, the, the Jets do. So we'll see how Mike White does against good competition. Because beating the Bears, I mean, big deal. But he's throwing the ball in the rain and he's completing every pass. So, uh, you know, the, uh, the Mike White experiment so far is working. I give Salah a lot of credit. Uh, you know, honestly, he could have stood there and said, well, this is the second pick in the draft and we have to play him. No, the team was not happy with him. I mean, look at the press conference last week when I was talking about this last week. And uh, they asked Zach Wilson, they said to him, um, you know, asking him, basically, I said, did you let the defense down? He was like, no, I don't think so. So there's a lot of dissension in the ranks down in the locker room of the New York Jets. A lot of guys complaining about Wilson, and they love Mike White. They love playing for this guy. Well, see, the thing about Mike White, though, like last year, he had that one game against Cincinnati, I think it was, where he threw like four touchdowns, 400 yards. (laughs) Do you know what his other stats were? 
not good. Other than that game, one touchdown, six interceptions. Right, and that's what I'm saying. He's a career, you know, he's a career backup guy. He's, a, you know, we had, uh, you know, he's from Western Kentucky. He held records there. It's Western Kentucky, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he's a backup, career backup guy. So who knows how he's going to fare against the Bills or some other teams that are more difficult to play against? So I, I don't really know. I mean, at this point, I give him credit. The Jets have a really good team, though. They have good team, good players on offense. They have great players on defense. Their defense is outstanding. I mean, they might be the best defense in the league. Why can't the Jets draft a quarterback? You know, like, they're, 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 <laughs> their, no their quarterback drafting is awful. Oh, it's Zach brutal. Wilson, I mean, Marcus Sanchez. Browning, Nagel. I mean, they're, they're just. Ken O'Brien, when they could have Dan Marino. Well, everybody passed on Dan Marino. Remember Ken, Kenny, Kenny O'Brien from Cal State? Was it Cal State? They passed up on Marino. But what the hell were they thinking drafting Zach Wilson? I Number don't know. Wilson had a good cause... senior year, but I don't know what I don't. I have no idea what Joe Douglas was looking at in terms of you know can this be can this guy be a pro style quarterback? Is he a drop back? I know he's not really a drop back guy. But what's interesting though about White is they were using him in all kinds of quick outs. It's like I'm saying to myself, why didn't Lafleur do that with Zach Wilson last week? Why weren't there you know these quick outs and these quick slants? I mean, Wilson's like dropping eight yards back and taking sacks. So why didn't they put him in that particular style of offense? They put Mike White in that offense, so I don't I quite understand what LaFleur has been doing with Zach Wilson. But it's a combination of Wilson on the field, off the field, his ineptitude in both, you know, off the field and on the field. But I mean You know, going you know, going back to that Patriot game, yeah. I mean, it takes a certain skill level to only get two yards on offense in the entire second half. Yep. That's what Zach Wilson did in that Patriot game. Awful. You know, Two, two yards. yards. <laughs> two yards. Like, you actually have to try to only get two yards. Like, that was unbelievably brutal to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was. It's. I, I knew, you know, I, like I said, I give solid credit. I give the organization credit. Let's face it. This guy's not ready to play a professional football game. He's not ready. He's not prepared enough. Um, and let's face it, they have not done a good job drafting quarterbacks. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, whether it was Sam Darnold actually looked good <laughs> in Carolina uh, yesterday, and, and uh, obviously the Denver Broncos are a disaster. But the Giants, you got to talk about the Giants, obviously. You know, Thursday, look, you know what? I was surprised they kept up with them for a half, and, uh, you know, they couldn't run the ball with Saquon again, so they're forced to throw a lot of passes, and Daniel, you know, threw a lot of passes. When Daniel throws 35 to 40 passes a game, you know the Giants aren't winning. And, you know, and again, Wink Martindale, I love him to death, but blitzing way too much. I mean, more on C.D. Lamb, forget it. I mean, C.D. Lamb had a field day against the, against the, uh, the beat-up Giants secretary. Look, McKinney's out. He's hurt because of that stupid injury in Cabo where he was really irresponsible. They lost, they, they, they lost you know, I mean, arguably their best player on defense. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't lose a Dory Jackson. You can't lose your best cornerback and you lose your best safety and expect to be, you know, uh, effective as, as, a, as a defensive uh, secondary. Uh, they just, I mean, they're so beat up. Uh, now, they have some people coming back this week. Zee Jarzolari is coming back, I believe. Bellinger's coming back from an eye injury. Evan Neal should be back at right guard. I mean, they have some guys coming back, okay? But let's be honest with you. This is not that talented a team. And they're going to have to make some serious decisions like next year. They're going to have to decide whether they're going to franchise Saquon Barkley or what they're going to do with Daniel Jones. I mean, let's be honest. If they let Daniel Jones go, what are they going to do? They're going to put. They're going to have Tyrod Taylor start. And you're looking at a team that's seven and four right now, and they play Washington team. I think you know the, the games against the Commanders. I call them the Commodores. The Commanders. The Commodores. The Commodores. My father calls them that I mean, too. The, yeah, the games it's so against, funny. The games against these guys. That's really going to determine. I think because I, I'm going to you know Philadelphia looks unbeatable right now. 
and and obviously they go. That up was to my Min- preseason pick. By I know, way. and they go up to they go up to Minnesota and play. They play a Colts team that's been competitive last last night. The Colts oh. lost, but I mean they they they're going to play a, a team that's fairly competitive with the Colts, obviously at home. Can can we? And they're watching adri- it twice. Can so. we address the Colts? <laughs> Jeff Saturday, really? Yeah. Jeff, Saturday. Saturday, there you go. Saturday feeling like Sunday. There you go. I mean, just what, what are they doing? There was a player from Minnesota. I was like, Milt Sunday. Imagine if I'm coaching with Jeff Saturday, Milt Sunday, and then you got Joe Friday from, <laughs> from <laughs> Dragon. So just the facts, Mr. Saturday. Give us a press conference here. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I know. They, they lost last night, and Matt Ryan should retire already. He really should. And, they, you know, they turned the ball over 21 times, most in the league, the Colts this year. That's one reason they're not a good team. So, You know, when when they fired Frank Reich, and you know when Frank Reich was there, they they went with Sam Ellinger, right? Yeah. And uh, they they benched Matt Ryan. The first thing Jeff Saturday did was say, "I'm gonna get Matt Ryan back. He's gonna be our starter." Why? Matt Ryan is hot garbage. You know, he's really not that good. And you know what? Killed his career, the twenty-eight to three Super Bowl. Of course, that when was the, the Patriots came back. That was the that that was that was the dagger. That was the dumbest coaching of all time. We can't even go through how dumb that was. And and, and Shanahan was a dummy in that game, and obviously Quinn was a dummy in that game. I mean, yeah, just, just, I couldn't believe it when they. You know, that was just amazing when they came back. It was it was ridiculous some of the play calls in, in that game. But speaking don't of, want to talk about that one. But some of these games though, and you go we'll finish what you thought. I was say, speaking of Dan Quinn, how about the Cowboys? Yeah, you know, the Cowboys have a good defense, but I'm not sold on them. I'm still not sold on that team, but I do think Odell Beckham is going to be a Cowboy this week or next week or whenever the hell he times. Who can't get out of a plane? Do you hear about this story with him on the airplane? Yeah, sure did. Turning the whole thing. And then the lawyer says, oh, well, he was sleeping and he wouldn't put on a seatbelt and they da-da-da-da, whatever. I mean, there's got to be something more that went on there. <laughs> you know, I turned the whole plane around. Everybody had to get off the plane because the guy wouldn't put on a seatbelt. I mean, first of all, seatbelts on planes are ridiculous. Because the plane's going to go down, I don't think a seatbelt is really going to save your life, you know? I mean, honestly, what is it really going to do? If the plane goes a little bit, you know, has some, you know, turbulence and so forth, that you know, make sure you, you know, buckle your seatbelt. I mean, you know, you're 30,000 feet above sea well, level. Well, well I mean. it'll keep your waist uh, in the seat. You yeah, know? there you go. By the way, my Super Bowl pick doesn't look very, very good at all. I picked the uh, Rams. Yeah, I picked the Packers, so there you go. So I'm just this dumb, yeah, right? So so the Packers get beat the other night by Eagles team. And, it's face- and, and you know who looked good? Jordan Love looked good, actually. He did look good. And I think this is the new Jordan Love era. You know, I, uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt the other night. I don't think he's going to play next week. I think that's it. I think move on from him already. And I, I wouldn't be surprised next year if, like, the Jets or some team that needs a quarterback would go after Aaron Rodgers. Do you know point. how much he's going to make next year? Fifty million dollars. It's, ridic- it's just this contract's ridiculous. Look at Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's the second highest paid quarterback in the National Football League. Yeah, Kyler Murray's is a he the, is he the best? And by the way, the Chargers pulled that game out. They almost lost to the Cardinals. You know they got a ch- they, um, you know Justin throws a um, Herbert throws a touchdown within the last sixteen seconds, and they decide to go for two. In fact, Jacksonville went for two yesterday too. How about the Ravens? Boy, their defense stinks. Their defense. Hey, terrible. they find more ways to lose games. I mean, they blow. They blow the lead twice yesterday. I picked them in that game. I lost on that game. I won in the Chargers game, but barely. 
I mean, you know. What, what do you make of these coaches like these, these the Cliff Kingsbury, Matt Lafleur? You know, like too the, much. The, 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 they got the, the fancy hair. Yeah, they think they're you know? so smart. They think they're so clever with all their you know X's and O's. You know, Lombardi may rest in peace. He said football's a simple game. It's blocking. It's tackling. It's running. It's a simple game. And these guys have turned it into like this you know cybergenic and you know analytic insanity. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I tell you what, the Chargers would be an eight win team if it wasn't for Brandon Staley. Yeah, well, they the also they've been the beat up. Are, the guy's not a good. Coach. I know. Well, they've been beat up a lot this season. I mean, let's face it. I mean, Williams has been hurt, and you know, Keenan Allen's been banged up, and you know, they they've lost a bunch of guys. I always see Joey Boss on the defensive side. I mean, they've lost a lot of guys. But anyway, some of these scores yesterday uh, or Sunday, the Dolphins win again. They beat the Lonely Texans. How the hell is Lovely Smith still keeping his job? Look, anybody that is a name from the from one of the survivors of Gilligan's Island has got a problem. Okay, I mean, this guy. How the hell is this guy coaching? He's got a beard. He looks like comedian. And Dick Gregory. I mean, he's just like you remember Dick Gregory. He was a comedian. He used to use a long, long beard, right? And he looks ridiculous. It's well, just, they're just they're just going from number one pick. I mean, they're gonna, obviously, they're, yeah. they're going to get the first overall. And do you pick. think he's going to be coaching again next year, Lovey Smith? I mean, why I mean, not? They're going to the game's passed in mile just a little bit. I mean, you, you talk about these young, innovative guys, but guys like that, the game to me passed by already. You know. And I never liked him, even though he was in the Super Bowl and lost to the Colts. So I never liked him as a coach. Yeah, that was Too Rex, conservative. Rex, Rex Grossman was the quarterback, Rex right? Grossman. <laughs> right? Rex. That was the quarterback. Rex Grossman. Yeah, right. Remember Rex Grossman? Yes. <laughs> That's Deshaun Fassett of the days of the Chicago Bears and the great Rex Grossman. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, Sid Luckman still holds the records for the Bears for quarterback, right? He played at Columbia University and played for the Bears in the in the 1940s. It's amazing in the 50s. They've so. had some beauties, haven't they? They had Rex Grossman, they had Jake Cutler. They've had yeah. some. They've had some beauties they, there in Chicago. It's been awful. I mean, so many quarterbacks. It's like ridiculous. But so so the Raiders come up with a win, which is good for the Giants. They come up with an overtime win against the Seahawks. Uh, I don't know. The Seahawks decided not to play defense that game. The Chiefs 26 over the hapless Rams 26-10. Obviously, we talked about the Jags winning and going for two and beating the uh, Ravens, who can't seem to stop anybody. I picked the Browns, and I won. Hey, so the Browns beat the Bucs. The Bucs are really going down the tubes. So oh, what, how about what, that Todd Bowles? What a great coach, huh? What, what, Leave it in the hands of Todd Bowles, ladies and gentlemen. You, nice. you, you, you talk about the Browns. Yeah. What, do we, what do we make of all of a sudden Deshaun Watson's going to be quarterback? What do we make of that? Because uh, the, they're, Browns, they're, the Browns have good talent. If they could just get their thing together, but they have good talent. Hey, it's a phone line. Let's give us a call. Hey, 413-445-5943. We got a phone call. Let's take it. All right. Good morning. You're on Berkshire Sports Now with Cronin and Zook. What's going on? Well, good morning, Zook and Cronin. It's Mike from Berkshire City. Hey, Mikey. How are you? Good morning. Good morning it is. Loving your dialogue this morning, as usual. We're trying. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> but you haven't talked about the football game. Which one? Well, let's see. I wasn't interested in this, no way, no how, until I saw the press conference between the Iranian interviewer and the American uh, soccer. Oh, the football I heard a little bit about it, but go ahead. Give us, fill us in here. My head exploded, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch that game. I'm going to root for the American team. There you go. Oh, hope you're not rooting for Iran. What time does that game come on? Is that 1 o'clock? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't watch it at all if it weren't for that. And I, now I feel like this win That's right. be interesting. You know what the problem is with Iran? It's, it's, the, it's, you know, it's a 10 million that spoil it for the other 10 people there. In the, in, uh, it's it's <laughs> the Ayatollah is the problem. The <laughs> so, Ayatollah is the problem. Exactly. There you go. 
yeah. to watch this young kid, this young American captain, get grilled about racism and all this other garbage from the Iranians, who ironically are one of the worst human rights abusers on the planet, made my you know my head spin. Do you like watching soccer? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically you're just watching it as, as, as a political thing, basically. Right? Have now, you right? seen Have you seen the Peyton Manning, David Beckham commercial? He's like, that's 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 not football. Footballs are oval. See, they're oval. So funny. I, I wonder if they play in sand in Iran. It's a they great play commercial. In Iran. So <laughs> I watched the other day. I watched. I watched the United States versus England. So I tortured myself. Hey, look, look, I played soccer. I love the game. You like I that tie game? Oh, it's really, it's really exciting, yeah. Oh, I, my God. I'd rather watch flies, you know, you know fornicate. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, look, to me, if you took four guys or three guys off the field, okay, and people are their soccer enthusiasm, they'll kill me for this. If you shorten the field, okay, and if, I mean, here's a goal that's the size of, like, the state of Alaska, and you still can't put the ball through it, and you have 44 feet inside a box, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like, maybe if they took some people off the field with a little bit more room, there might be more goals, there might be more opportunity. You could go 10 minutes and walk away and go for lunch and come back, and still nothing's going on. So, look, I understand the skill, and I understand it's the World Cup, and it's every four years, and it's a competition, and so forth, and it's the most popular sport in the world, but to me, it's... It's like, I mean, it puts me to sleep. It absolutely puts me to sleep. The worst part for those poor fans, because soccer's not that great a game to watch, but I know there's a lot of fanatics, you can't drink a beer at that game. They say they took the beer away. They're drunk right. already. They're singing songs. They're so, they're so bored during the game. They're not even paying attention. They're all singing songs. They're all bored and No, 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 no. They're all singing songs and stuff. Huh? And then they riot. And then they, <laughs> and then they riot. That's where the action is. And can we get? And we, can we have Americans stop saying the word nil? It doesn't sound right for American person to go. Final score? No. If you're British, it sounds fine. Yeah, three nil. When I was a kid, I watched <laughs> soccer made in Germany. When I was a kid, Toby Charles. That's right. I was talking to my buddy Robbie Freed and Robbie and Lake Success. I was talking to Robbie about the Toby Charles on Saturdays. We used to watch. Yes, it's FC Cologne versus Schalke, and I battled for the you know. On, on, it was soccer made in Germany, and then of course I watched the Cosmos as a kid because they had an all-star team. They had Pele and they had Beckenbauer and they had, you know, Carlos Alberto and they had Bogicevic and they, I mean, they had, you know, all these guys and Shep Messing. It was like my childhood hero, you know. It was just like crazy. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I understand it. I'll probably watch it to this afternoon but I mean, you know. Hey, uh, Mike, what's on your mind today, man? Boring. Well, you know, it was a rough week. I, I, I followed two teams in football, the Giants and the Ravens. And uh, the Ravens game, I think you already mentioned it, was just a total disgrace. Their, but, defense, uh, their defense is garbage. You know, they play like a half of football, and then they sit back. And let, but I'll tell you what, a lot of credit to Jacksonville. I'll tell you, that's uh, Lord Fauntleroy, who's their quarterback, <laughs> is really good. I know. Does he look like a Picasso painting? It's just... Little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> hey, you know what? What what, what what a difference between Doug Peterson and uh, Urban Meyer, huh? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, Doug Peterson, I think, is a health coach. They're going to be a good team soon. They're really good. Put some weapons around that kid. And, you know, everybody's you know starting to realize that he. The Trevor Trevor, Lawrence is going to be a talented. Yeah, he's, he's well, we, everybody stuck. knew he was going to be a good player. Yeah. Yeah. Take some time, you know. I think we rush these young quarterbacks way too fast. We really do. 
So, 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 Michael, Daniel Jones, what's what's the deal with the Giants? Do you think they're going to re-sign Daniel Jones? What are they going to do with Barkley next year? Are the Giants going to win another game this season with all the all the you know defense being banged up? I know we got some guys coming back, but what's your feeling on the Washington game this weekend? Well, here's the thing. Now they play Washington back to back with a, with a bye in between for Washington. How does Washington get a bye on the 14th week? Can you explain that? One? Well, exactly. It's season you know 90 percent over, but. You know, I, I think Washington has been lucky uh, to some degree. Heineken is, is a pretty decent quarterback. You know, Heineken. For what Heineken. <laughs> Come on, it's like it's 10, 28 in the morning. Guys are already thinking about drinking beer already for crying out loud. <laughs> Heineken. So, yeah, Heineken. Heineken, there you right, go. So I think they'll split. I think uh, the, the uh, Commodores will win in Washington and the Giants Commodores. will win <laughs> I love go. it. It's easy like Sunday afternoon. There you go. Easy like oh, a Sunday yeah. morning. So, uh, so the, yeah, I don't think damn good last night. Woo! So, uh, Michael, our Rangers are really falling apart. Last night, a 2-0 lead against New Jersey, by the way. The Devils are 19-4. and Don't ask me how this is happening. But the Rangers now are 10-9-4. They're able to 24 points, and they're falling back in the Metro Division. I mean, I, man, I'll tell you, they better get their thing together. Igor was terrible last night. He basically told, he told reporters that he played like you-know-what, and uh, he just, uh, he's been awful this season. The whole, the whole team is just the depth and the lack of defense. They, Chris Drury did not, uh, you know, really... Um, you know, uh, address some serious issues for them last year. It was more the power play and Igor standing on his head. So we'll see. But the Devils are just ridiculous. 19-4. and four. Who the hell saw this coming? How about the Bruins? Yeah. And the Bruins are like, can't lose either. And neither can the Celtics, for crying out loud. The Celtics scored 140 points last night. Yeah, yeah the Celtics, to me, are just like, I mean, they're like a, you know, right now, they're just leading the East, and they're just past Passing everybody by. The only team they really can't beat sometimes is Milwaukee because of Giannis. But man, are they just like they're hotter than a pistol at this point? They can't beat the Bulls either. Yeah, yeah. really strange. That was strange. Well, the Bulls haven't had a particularly good year. The Bulls were due for a win, and they, what do you want? I mean, they had they're on the road. I mean, give them a break. I mean, they but win they every lost damn them, game. They lost them twice. Though, I know. I, think. I know. They have trouble. Yeah, they have trouble with their backcourt, and they have some good players. Levine's a good player. You know, they have some good guys on that team. Jason Tatum has really elevated his game this year. Yeah, though. absolutely. And, and so yeah. is so is Jalen Brown. The big three, man. You know, you got the big three there. I mean, that's why Jalen Brown's crazy if ever leaves. I mean, or was it Marcus Smart? Somebody's talking about next year. Just I mean, wait. Just wait till Robert Williams gets back. Right. You got Robert Williams coming back, and obviously Al Horford's had a good year they're they're a really good team as much as i just like watching the nba a lot I, you know they're a good team they are i mean they're going to be right there at the end of the year they might win win the whole thing this year we'll see so i watch the highlights i don't watch many of the games it's, just, the NBA it's hard is to watch painful. the nba i had a conversation yeah, i had a conversation with my buddy brian rascona who's a producer and uh, uh host at the fan i was talking to him the other night about the nba we both can't stand watching it you know we both think it's unwatchable and so forth but i mean yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, the three-pointers drive me nuts, and it's just become a, a very stagnant game for me. But uh, it's popular with the kids. The kids love it. Oh, I want to be Stephon Curry and shoot from 25 feet. So that's what it is, man. So anyway, 1030 right here on WTBR. Uh, Mikey's joining us from Ocean City. So anything else? Do you know the richer get rich? Uh, you got Abreu now playing in Houston, replacing Mr. Gurriel at first base. Well, and now the, the Bogart sweepstakes continue. Uh, I don't know. Will he be going to Philadelphia, or do the Red Sox re-sign him? I think the Red Sox re-sign Bogart. So do I. I think it would, it would kill the fan base if they didn't. And I think that they, I think that they, they said they're $80 million apart with Devers. I think they find a way to get both of those guys back. 
They have to. They have to. And then they can tweak the pitching a little. You know, I'm sure they're going to go after one big arm. I mean, they got money to spend. They had like a, like seventy or eighty million dollars coming off the <laughs> payroll this year. I, I, they they have to bring those guys back because that would kill the fan base. And they say, oh, oh well, we have a we have a fallback option, Trevor Story. You know, Trevor Story is better at second base. He doesn't have right. the arm. He doesn't have the arm to play shortstop anymore. You know, that's the best left side of, of any field in baseball, in my opinion. When you have Devers and, and Bogarts, it's pretty damn good. And yeah. you know, Christian Arroyo is pretty solid too. Yeah. yeah, right. At second base, he did a pretty good job as, yeah, a, as a utility guy. I think Trey, I think Trey Turner's going to Philadelphia. I really do. I think he's going to go play with his buddy yeah, there. That makes sense. He's younger. He's going to go play with his buddy. That's why you know. I think Correa is going to the Dodgers. Possibly. I don't know. Where, where's uh, Where's uh, Bellinger going to go? Isn't Bellinger a free agent from the Dodgers now too this year? You know, Bellinger's agent is Scott, Scott Boris. Boris. Right, right, of course. Right? He says he wants to sign a one year deal. Unbelievable. What if he ended up at the Red Sox? I don't know. Where's DeGrom going? Is he going back to the Mets, Mike? No. I I see him. I don't know if, I don't think he'll go to the Yankees, but uh, Texas. I see him going to uh, possibly Baltimore. Wow. Wow. Baltimore's got the money to give to, to Jacob DeGrom. I, see, I, I think he's going to go back to the Mets. I think Cohen's going to throw some cash at him. I don't see him going anywhere. I see him going to Texas. I don't. What's 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 Texas, you gonna do? What's do with Texas? Texas wants a top tier starting pitcher. Yeah, but so what? Why would you want to go to Texas? They don't have no shot at anything. Well, they spent a half a million or a half a billion dollars on their infield last year. I'm not saying they're not spending. I'm not saying they're not spending money. I'm just saying that they're not. I mean, they're not really a contender to me, especially in that you know that division. You get a you get a starting pitcher or two. They're a good team. I think they're a yeah, good they, team if you get a couple pitchers there. They need, they need a few pitchers. They need a few players too. I mean, that's some good young players on that team. But I'm not. I'm not saying Semyon and Seager. Be better. Semyon and Seager. We'll see. Anyway, brother, I got to. I got to take a break. But uh, and I'll, I'll talk to you during the week. All right, bro. Guys, thank you very much. Take My pleasure. Care. Thanks for calling, brother. Thanks, Mike. You I'll talk to you later, pal. Okay, gotcha. You got. It. Thanks, Bye. man. All right, that's Mikey checking in there from. Maryland, where it's a heck of a lot warmer than it is here. 1033 right here on Berkshire Sports. Now 413-445-5943. Going to take a break. We'll talk some more NFL and uh, get into some hot stove baseball and uh, talk about uh, oh what the Giants are going to do, hopefully, on Sunday, what the Patriots are going to do, and uh, what the Jets uh, are going to do. So we'll see, and we'll be right back after this message. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association Start Program, visit heart.org slash start. You guys rock. WTBR. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. I smoke because it's a habit. 
It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parent smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hello, Phil Tierney here. The host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock on Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Yup. We got something for just about everybody. Hipster. WTBR. We are back. Cronin and the Zuck. Robbie, how are we feeling, brother? I'm fine. I'm doing all right. Just going to go ahead and get my car done again and again. <laughs> oh, man. I looked for another car the other day. I'm like, I got to get something like an SUV or something. I mean, my car gets killed in the, in the wintertime up here. So, I mean, I'm just like going to go and buy myself something decent. You know, I mean, I'm so sick of putting money into this damn car already. But anyway, so. Oh, man. So we got three games coming up this weekend with the local teams, right? Okay, the Jets are in Minnesota. The Pats are taking on the Bills Thursday. It's a Thursday game, right? And you got Thursday night on Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. Is that not the lamest thing in the world? That means I'll be listening to Kevin Horlin or who's ever doing the game there. I'm not sure. It's Kirk Herbstreet, and uh, I can't remember who the other guy is. Well, I'm talking about the radio call, you know. Oh, the radio call, yeah, yeah. Because I can't get it. I can't get that game. But, you know, like, you you know what I really have a problem with? Is like sports, they're trying to be relevant. Half the people I know don't have Amazon Prime. Of course, it's stupid. Okay, so I have Amazon Prime. Oh, you well, my father has it. I have Amazon, but I, you know. My father has it because he gets stuff delivered right, all the time. Right, I buy stuff with it, yeah. But the fact that you can't watch Thursday Night Football, I mean, and, and, let, and let's, let's get this straight too. Thursday Night Football, most of the games have been garbage this year. They've been a lot of garbage games. But Patriots-Bills, you think they wouldn't want to put that on NBC? 
Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me, too. You know, it's too. stupid. Right. It's stupid. It does is stupid, especially with two teams that obviously are division rivals, where Buffalo's a really good team, the Patriots are a very good team. Not very good, but obviously competitive. And it's a rivalry. I mean, yeah, I agree with you 100%. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I think Buffalo's going to win that game by two scores. I don't. I think the Pats will be in that game. I do. I really do. I think Belichick will come up with a good game plan. I think they'll run the ball well. I think they'll be right in that game. I just do. I think they're going to win by two scores, Buffalo. I really Why? Do. Why do you I say that? It, I, I think they're going to win 30-13. to 13. Oh, I don't think they're going to give 30 points to Pats. Why? You have no faith in your team whatsoever. Come on. Well, it's just they, they don't give me any reason to have faith. Well, you look, let's be honest. We went into the season. I said to you they'd probably win nine games. They'd probably go nine and eight or ten and you know ten to ten and seven. That that you know right right about that you know you know probably about a little bit over five hundred. Now that's what we said at the beginning of the of the season. You and I pretty much right. There's a chance they don't win another game this year. You know they got Buffalo twice. They have Miami, Cincinnati. They have Miami where at home, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a chance they don't win another game. I still think they can win that game. I still think they can beat Buffalo. I'm not. I'm not. Shorten the game. Keep look. Look. Shorten the game. Try to run the ball. Keep Josh Allen off the field. Keep that offense off the field. That's okay. how you're going to win that game. All right. So okay? last last year they won in Buffalo. Right. The first game. Yep. Mac Jones threw the ball three times. I know. Remember that game very well. They ran the crap out of it. Right. Exactly. That's what they're going to do. And they're going to try to shorten the game. They're not going to keep up with that offense. Forget it. You know. I just I just don't see a path. To New England, when I just don't think they're that good. They're not that good. I don't think the Patriots are that good. They're not that good. I mean, personal wise, they're okay. Uh, obviously, the coaching is good. I, I like again. We've talked about this about Matt Patricia and Joe Judge being offensive play callers, or at least Matt Patricia, and that being very strange. Obviously, with a guy who's been a defensive guy his whole career. So yeah, I mean, I mean, Mac Jones. Uh, you know, Thursday night he looked really good, but Buffalo has a number one defense in the league. Minnesota's defense is not that good. No, I'm not so, sold. I'm telling you, I'm not sold on Minnesota. I'm not, I don't, so, despite their record. So Mac Jones threw for 382. Yeah. Can he do it against Buffalo? Can he? I don't he, think no. He can can he air it out? No, he's not, he's not going to air it out. I mean, look, they're going to keep his passes limited uh, against Buffalo. It's going to be look. It's either going to be the Patriots, you know, run the ball, or they don't win. It, it's, you're not going to you know go toe to toe with that offensive. There's no way. You know the thing too though, with Buffalo. They've actually developed a running game. Devin Singletary has actually come into he's his a good, own. He's a good player. I always liked him. They just didn't get the ball enough to him. Because the thing is, with Buff- the thing is with Buffalo is that everybody just said, "Okay, we have to, we have to, Josh Allen. That's who we have to look at. He's going to run. He's going to throw." Now all of a sudden they have a running game with actual running backs. You know, Buffalo is dangerous. Do you think they're better than Kansas City? No. Because I think Patty Mahomes, he's up top. He, he just, he, he, you know, he finds a way. And they, they, they signed Juju Smith-Schuster, right, from, from Pittsburgh. Right. And he's been unbelievable. They have uh, Kittle, who's unbelievable. Kittle, right? No, not Kittle. No, you're talking about, you're talking Kelsey. about Kelsey. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey drives sorry. me crazy. My Kelsey mistake. drives Kelsey. me crazy. You know, I, I don't think anybody's going to top Kansas City. I think they're the team to beat. <laughs> 
I think Buffalo can beat them, but Buffalo can't make the type of mistakes they make. Allen can't throw, uh, you know, red zone interceptions and so forth. Buffalo I still like sp- I still like Buffalo's defense better than Kansas City's defense. I do. Buffalo got screwed last year in the coin toss. Of course too. they did. You know. Well, they also got screwed because Le- well, I don't know what Leslie Frazier was thinking about. All you got to do is bump Kelsey off the line with 13 seconds and don't let him catch the ball. And if you hold him, big deal. It's five yards. <laughs> I mean, that was are just we are, dumb? That was completely dumb. I mean, are we looking at championship Sunday? It's going to be Kansas City Buffalo again. I think so. I mean, I, I don't think the Ravens are good enough. I don't think the Titans are good enough. Um, look at the rest the of the Titans know, the Chargers have aren't Ryan really good enough. Hill. He, geez, well, that's what I'm saying. They're not that good. He sucks. They're not that good. I'm they really sorry, aren't. but he sucks. They aren't. You know, they're not that good. And the rest of the AFC is more competitive than the NFC. But the NFC, look, I think the sleeper team for me in, in the NFC are the 49ers. I mean, the way they play defense, and if they can run the ball now with Debo. And now, and obviously, obviously now with Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey, right? I mean, man, and you know, you don't have to put Garoppolo. Garoppolo doesn't have to throw more than 20, 25 times a game at this point with that, with that running attack, and also with their defense, they're going to give up like hardly anything. Like I said, they shut out the Saints yesterday. They destroyed the Cardinals, uh, you know, last week in Mexico City. I mean, that defense is for real, and. You know, as much as I don't like Shanahan in game situations, I mean, the guy, let's face it, he helped. He and Quinn blew one Super Bowl, and then he blew another Super Bowl to the, to the Chiefs um, because he had Garoppolo throwing and refused to run the football at the end of that game with seven minutes left. But let's, you know, so that's another story in your itself. Your sleeper team is the Niners. My sleeper team in the FC is the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins because offense. Tua is really good. Well, I said this for years. I was a Tua backer. I've been a Tua backer, and everybody got on my case. How can you say that this guy's going to be good? Hang on a second. Let's put some people around the guy, okay? Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Right, and they drafted, <laughs> drafted Waddle. Right. So, I mean, yeah, so there you got two weapons now, okay, and you got Tyreek Hill. The thing is, I don't like their defense particularly. I don't really like the Dolphin defense. I think that's where their flaws are. Uh, offensively, they can score with anybody in the league, but defensively is where I have a problem with them. So I don't – they they could be a factor in the playoffs. If their defense plays well, they could really be a factor because their offense I think, I think, the I think they're going to win a playoff game. Well, I think so, too. I think they're a dangerous team. I really do, especially the way they score. But like I said, I think their defense is weak. And uh, to me, you know, but offensively, they've been great this season. But they, they give up some points. They definitely will give, give up some points. You saw them play against Detroit. I think they, they scored 48. I think Detroit gave up 48, and they won 48-45. So the Dolphins, I mean, the Dolphins will give up points. But offensively, they can score with anybody in the league. They really can. How, how about every, every team in the AFC East has a winning record? Yeah. It used to be the garbage. And the NFC, too. And the NFC, too. And the NFC uh, East, right? If you told me the, the Tampa Commanders was... are the, the Commodores, as you call them, they're seven and five, right? right? And they've won what six out of the last seven games, the right? River, Riverboat Ron, here he comes, you know. Taylor Heineken, as Mike said. Taylor Heineken, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I know people call him Taylor Heineken all the time, but yeah, he's been really good. He's been efficient. He's played well. There, look, the Giants are in for a, for a battle. On Sunday, I think you know they're getting Bellinger back at the tight end position. Supposedly, they get Evan Neal back on the right right side of the offensive line. Uh, they get Aziz Ojolari, who's been you know a non factor. Who do they have week. Sunday? The, well, the, the the Giants are playing Washington at okay, home. Right. So that's we the first of two games. About I mean, the Gi- you, you just said the Patriots might not win another game. Well, look at the Giants. The Giants have Washington twice. They have Philadelphia twice. They have Minnesota, and they have the Colts. Now the Colts is a winnable game. Do you think they'll beat Philadelphia in any of those games? The way the the way the Eagles can move the ball down the field. Look at the way look at the way the Giants gave up ground gra- their ground game against against Dallas. I mean the Eagles. I mean the Eagles ran over the pack. The Packers are a disgrace. The Packers gave up 360 yards on the ground the other night. It was ridiculous you to know, watch. Aaron Rodgers, like a bunch Aaron, of weebles falling down. Aaron Rodgers checked out. Yeah, he's obviously been playing with a broken thumb. Yep, but he checked out. He's done. And you know it's 
Jordan well, Love looked good. Jordan Love looked really let's good. See, let's see the Jordan Love show. Absolutely. Let's, let's see The Jordan it. Love era needs to begin in, in Green Bay. Enough is enough already. I mean, these guys play too long. Let's face it, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's had an amazing career. Granted, you know, he's been MVP a bunch of times. He hasn't done great in the postseason. He has that one Super Bowl ring and obviously a lot of failure in, in the postseason, especially in championship games. But, I mean, man. I mean, you know, Jordan Love looked pretty good. He was moving the ball down the field. And granted, it was towards, you know, I would say more garbage time than anything. They were already getting beat, well, was, but he looked pretty well, good. Was he like 10 for 13 for 113 yeah, yards? He looked, really, he looked, he really, looked good. really good. But I got to talk about this because I, I got to talk about Todd Bowles, by the way, who's terrible. Who's a terrible the coach. Putts. Okay? Right. The putts. I picked the Browns to win because te- Todd Bowles is terrible. Here's the situation, right? They get the ball back, I believe, uh, with 30 seconds left to play, 32 seconds left to play with three timeouts. And the clock is winding down and winding down. It's like this is Tom Brady you're talking about. He's capable of moving the ball 30 yards, 30 in 30 seconds down the field. He did the same thing a few weeks ago against the Rams when they got in the end zone, right? It was like 50 seconds and no timeouts. So what does Bowles do? He can't he uses one timeout, then he doesn't use his timeouts, and before you know it, you know the. The, the, the clock stops, and you go into overtime. This guy is so clueless with, with clock management. He was the same way with the Jets. He was terrible with clock management. He's not even using the timeouts properly. I mean, I don't understand some of these NFL coaches. This guy, this guy is terrible as a head coach. He really isn't good at all. So, I mean, you to factor that in with the fact that Gronk isn't playing anymore and the fact that they just don't have as many players. Um, at 5-6, and six, I'm shocked. I really am shocked that they're this uh, mediocre. I really am. And they're in first place. Oh, that division is a joke. That division's garbage. And the fact that the, the NFC East is all winning teams, I mean, it's amazing to me. You knew the Eagles were, were going to be good. You knew Dallas was going to be good. But nobody nobody saw the Giants as a 7-4 and four team, and certainly nobody saw uh, Washington. I tell you, Brian, Brian Dayball, man, what a coach. He's done a good job. He He's really has. unbelievable as a head coach. And you think of all the injuries. Now, McKinney is injured, and now, like I said, Dory Jackson just, that, that injury killed him. Because you saw, you see, I told you, Wink Martindale, as much as I love him, I mean, he was blitzing like crazy the other day. And every time, I mean, with C.D. Lamb on more, and there goes C.D. Lamb down the field again, and they just could not keep up with him. And they should have used more zones. They really should have used more zones the other day, and they were just blitzing way too much for me. You know, I like blitzing, but after a while, and you can't blitz when you don't have the personnel. If you don't have starting corners and your safety, especially your corners, are hurt, blitzing is crazy. I mean, I don't care who it is. I don't care who the quarterback is. One-on-one, if you can't you know, play one-on-one, you're going to get burnt, and they got burnt like crazy. CeeDee Lamb just kills the Giants in two, in two games. So we'll see what happens. But I'm, not, I'm still not sold on Dallas. I'm not. Dallas will find a way to lose in the playoffs. I'm not a big fan of Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott, Prescott is okay. Gets a little too much fanfare for my, you know, for myself. What has he ever done? What if they had OBJ? I don't think it really makes it. I don't think it makes it different. They have guys that can can catch the ball. I think is, the thing it, with Dallas is that it's inconsistency sometimes. Their their defense certainly is very good. Now, Lee, I, let me ask you this question yeah. about OBJ, right? Yep. Whatever team he signs with, whether right. it's Dallas or the Giants, is he going to be a ball hog? Is he going to go? I need the ball. I need to catch the ball ten times every game. Like, is he going to be a distraction? Well, to whatever yeah, t- you know, that's what I'm. Like, is I, he going to be a distraction? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he's the same guy he used to be. I think he's grown up a little bit, obviously, except for on the airplane. Whatever happened, you know? Yeah, that was I, some. I, that was some. Nonsense. All I could think of is meet the parents. Yeah. All I could think of is meet the parents of sitting on the plane going Bob, 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 Bob. You can't say Bob on an airplane, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. He'll definitely add a dimension uh, to their team, especially the fact that he can uh, 
you know, his yak is really good yards after catch. Uh, by the, by the way, I've always been a uh, fan of Obel, Obel <laughs> Jr. Yeah, uh, Spell Belichick like, is joining us right here on WTBR 89.7. What's up, Bill? I'd like to sign him to the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> man, we're going to take it day by day. But I'd like to sign OBJ. <laughs> um, but uh, I can't, uh, you know, tamper. Yeah, the, I, I think OBJ's going to Dallas. I really do. I think Jerry Jones will feed him some money, give him a contract. I think the Giants are just basically going to stick what they're doing and with the status quo. And, you know, the Giants did nothing at the trade line because obviously Joe Shane has a plan and Brian Dable has a plan. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. And it's going to be interesting to see if they actually, you know, win a game, uh, you know, the rest of the year. But I think they're, I think they'll be prepared on, on, uh, uh, you know, on Sunday against Washington. I think they can run the ball. I think Barkley will have a better game. I think Bellinger's back and having that tight end. Uh, will help them open up the passing game a little bit. Let's face it, they don't have a lot of weapons. Everybody's hurt. You know, they lost Shep at the beginning of the season. And obviously, Tony was gone. They got a third-round pick and a sixth-round pick from the Chiefs for him. And, uh, boy, every time I see Micah Parsons, all I can think of is Gettleman, that stupid moron. The fact that they didn't take him at, at, at number 11. They could have picked him at number 11. That would have been it, you know. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Daniel Jones stinks. <laughs> okay? He stinks. Just when you think he's capable he throws an interception and you go what the hell is he's that? not that good okay and that's why he's not throwing you know forty thousand times a game but he was the last couple games he's thrown over 30 passes he stinks 44. he stinks i mean <laughs> he's he stinks. serviceable but i agree with you he's just not that good i mean he's, he telegraphs the football you know what it is you watch certain quarterbacks have instinctiveness that they get out of the pocket. They have pocket presence. They also survey the field better. He can't survey the field. His pocket presence is very weak at times. He doesn't step up. He gets. He, do, he looks like he. He always looks confused. You look at the guy's face all the time. He always looks like he's like he's confused all the time. You know. You know. The, here's here's the conundrum though. Yeah. Right with Daniel Jones, he's the Giants didn't pick up his fifth year option. Right. 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 So next year the Giants are, the next next year the Giants are going into the season without a quarterback. Do they give him a two year deal? I think they're probably gonna give him a three year deal, but I mean I just think a that a three year deal? I think yeah, I think they're gonna ask for a three year deal and I, I guess, you know, they're gonna probably franchise uh Barkley now. I mean they should have traded Barkley when they had the chance to trade him now, you know. They should get rid of Barkley. That's... Well they're not because because they're not gonna get rid of him for nothing. That's the thing. They're gonna resign him. I mean he's he's their best player. Who else are they gonna have next year? Yeah, you're Who's right. coming? Seriously, if Barkley doesn't sign, who the hell do they have? They don't have anybody that game breaks on this team. I mean, I wish they I wish they had the Jets talent for crying out loud. I mean, they nothing like the Jets have. I mean, the Jets have, you know, Wilson and Elijah Moore, and I mean they have, you know, a bunch of really talented guys, you know, and it's like this. Up oh, there you go. There's the phone again. It's probably Robbie. Hello, you're on WTBR Sports. Yes, Talk. Robbie. I know it's late. I know you're wrapping it up, but I had some things I had to take. You got care. a few minutes, man. Come on, my buddy Robin. Late success. Know. What's up? I, I, I guess good to see you. A long time, buddy. I haven't called you guys in a long time. I know. It's pleasure. How you doing, brother? I'm, thank God. Thank <laughs> God. God. I'm thinking already Boston Marathon April. By the way, that's going to be 40 years. My first You're amazing. He runs the Boston Marathon. You're amazing, dude. You're amazing. That's awesome. Let's talk. Let's talk. I guess Robbie probably doesn't want to talk hockey. He wants to, but we can't do that. No, not right. anymore. New York, New York, first of all, Patriots kick the – well, you don't want to play the Jets anymore. But I don't know who I want to win in this one because I want the Jets eliminated so bad. I can't stand it. You don't understand how, what's going <laughs> yeah, he on. He hates the Jets. He hates the Jets. He's a guy from Long Island who hates I the Jets. I love this. This is great. Mike Effin White, they're talking him. Tierney. Now, Tierney is the biggest 
biggest goofball. I want, and that's I guess because oh, he's a huge Jet fan. Yeah, a very he's a polite fan. word. He is the biggest phony, arrogant piece of goofball stuff you could imagine. He's all over. Ah. Did you tell that? Did you sell, tell that Brand, tell Brandon? Did you say, did oh, say I'll that? Tell Brandon that to okay, okay. He's <laughs> a big phony. I haven't talked now, to him okay, anyway, in quite a while. Getting, so, getting, yeah. getting to the New York football giants, because uh, I know uh, I got to throw this in there. Listen, we're, we're, Robbie, uh, we're, we're doing amazing. At seven and four, I understand we have a couple losses. How the how the how we kept close to Dallas, I don't even know. I thought they were going to get their doors blown off, and you know they they they, they held. For the most own. part, they did for a while. They no, held their own, but they held their own. Know, I had that no was expectations. it. I never even at thirteen seven, and I don't want to go down here fishing. I don't want to. But here's the thing: keep Jones because right now we're not going to get a uh, get a good draft. Position. Right, I that's what I said. Yep. I signed him for for three years. For three years, you can always cut him in two years if you find someone. That's true. We're not I'd, 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 I'd sign him for two. Uh, okay, I got, if he takes it, definitely. You give him two years, okay? He's definitely – he's already improved tremendously this year. He's really he's really improved. He's a manage, manageable quarterback. He does – makes good passes. He actually – one thing about Dallas, Rod, weren't you shocked that they actually went downfield with him? That shows me he's got an arm. Well, nobody said he didn't have an arm. It's just that he it's just that he makes decision, bad decisions. His decision-making and how yeah. he surveys this field. And also, too, the fact that they're basically putting kid gloves on him. Let's face it. I mean, when well, he when, when Barkley runs the ball. They let, they, they let him open up. But they if Barkley runs the ball well, but if Barkley runs the ball, he's not going to throw a whole lot. That's, see, that's been the success they've had. When they've won games, they're able to run the ball with Barkley, and they're able to throw play action once in a while. And, and also, too, like I said, the, the, the return of Bellinger is really going to help them this weekend against Look, Washington. I, 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 and I think – that if, if Barkley can run, this is, by the way, this is it. I mean, we got to win. We're gonna oh, yeah, absolutely. you got to win this game. We're going to have to, we're gonna have to probably sweep these two guys. I mean, if we, if we beat Washington this week, major, major change. If they lose, they're in, they're in, they're in trouble. They're really in a well, lot you, of trouble. Well, they're, they're, they're running out of personnel. Win, <laughs> if, they, if, it, if they win, we're back on track. Um, OBJ, I would take him for this year only. I really would. I know you were I saying that. Six games. Cowboys. You were saying that. I know. Cowboys. I would. I would take him for six games. I. You could sign him for next year too, but you could cut him, and that's why you know the NFL is a bunch. He's of going to the Cowboys. I think he's going. I think he's going to Dallas. I really do. I think he's going to Dallas. So be it. Whatever. He, you know. I like I said. I don't want him really long term. He'd really help now in the short in a short situation because. He'd have another weapon we'd have there that we could throw to because Galladay, I'd cut him. If we got OBJ, I'd cut a Galladay now. <laughs> I wouldn't even keep him on the team. You guys gave Galladay, what, $72 million? Oh, is that, uh, and how many touchdowns has he caught? Zero. Right, let me wrap it up because I know. And, uh, uh, I'm yeah, you got a minute, so. I'm, thank you for letting me vent it in. No problem. Go you vent keep, away. You keep Jones. I agree. Two years. If you could get him for two years, if it's signs for two years, Wonderful. You can always franchise them in the third year if you have to. You can't franchise so, them now, though. you got to franchise no, Barkley. No, no, no. you got yeah, to okay. sign Okay, okay, gotcha. Barkley, yeah. you franchise. Right. You, bar- you, you do not give him a contract. You franchise him. Give him another year because running backs are a dime a dozen. He's had a nice year. He's, he, you know, so let's keep him another year and see what happens. As far as, um, you know, talking about your team, the Patriots, you know what? Kick the Bills' ass. Put some more pressure on the Jets. And more importantly, I do not. Just because I want the Jets forever, forever and ever and ever 
to be in misery. I want that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. In misery. Listen, I told you, buddy. Just end this season. The Patriots. We beat you two times when we had to. Okay, and the most probably the two best wins in the history of the NFL. And Mike, 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 you're my new best friend. Thank you. Well, that's that's uh, Rob. I can't stand it yet. I, Rob, I'm I, sorry. I, I'm yeah, sorry. I got the I got the name. Fans, we usually hate the Islanders the most because of, of course. what they've done. But I will say this: uh, people don't understand. I grew up in in in, in the '60s, and I had to hear my whole life. Oh, Joe Namath, he changed the NFL. That's not even true. By the way, Joe now Namath he's doing Medicare commercials. Joe Namath. It was actually it was actually the Kansas City game that was probably more important because they proved that the second game they destroyed the Vikings. But, you know, Joe didn't even have that great of a game. It was, it, it was a close destructive. But that's a whole, that's 50 years ago. I hate that organization. They are the green meanies. And I hope <laughs> they never, ever in my lifetime or your lifetime ever get to a Super Bowl. All right, brother. Just went up. Guys, we'll right, we got to run, brother. Anyway, we gotta run, man. But Rob, thanks for calling. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. You got it. All right, pal. All right, lots of love. All right, man. Go Giants. And I have to say, let's go. I can't believe we're done already. Can Can I say? Yeah, of course. Let's go, Patriots. <laughs> let's go, Giants. Maybe the Rangers can get a win tonight in, in, in uh, up in Ottawa. So we'll see what happens. Anyway. This is Cronin and Zook saying goodbye for uh, Berkshire Sports Now. We'll and see you next get, week. Don't get vaccinated. It doesn't work. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, everybody. Take, take care. Have a great day.